Hey guys, what's going on? It's episode 42 of the Hope of Mum and Dad podcast with me, Fuzz, and... Me, Becky. So, in the last episode, uh, we announced that we were pregnant, and we had the scan to say everything was okay and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Really uh, happy about that, obviously. It's been a long, long, long time coming, lots of ups, lots of downs, and a lot of waiting around. Uh-huh. So... But we're here. Yeah, and that, that's kind of like where we're at at the moment, so, um, you know... Got preg, got te- did the test, said we're pregnant. It's, it's a little bit hard to believe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When you like do that, when yeah. you, when you, because you, we've had bad news before. So when you have good news, you kind of don't trust it. It's really, yeah. I think it's, I think it probably applies to other people too. But like, you just don't, Definitely. yeah, you just don't want it. You, it's I kind think of, it's your body's and your mind's way of protecting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But we, you know, we're pregnant. Yeah, in the first trimester. And um, obviously in the last episode we shared that uh, we went to the fertility clinic for that first early scan just to confirm that the baby was uh, implanted in the right place, and it was. Um, So I've been really lucky so far, and I haven't had any nasty first trimester symptoms. Um, No sickness, general feeling okay. Uh, I went off my food a little bit, um... So I wasn't really feeling eating, even though I'm a big foodie normally, I like my food. Um, And I was obviously really tired, but that's nothing that I'm not used to because I've had that for years with my thyroid condition. Um, So I just got lots of rest and took it easy. Um, Yeah, and it was, it's been good, hasn't it? It's been all right. Yeah, the main thing is, it's just how it doesn't feel different. Yeah, well, it's a bit unnerving that there's no symptoms. Like, if you were sick and had morning sickness all the time, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant. But because we haven't had that, it's still, like, a bit, hmm, is it really happening? Yeah, and like you said before, because it's taken so long, we've had bad news, you kind of don't trust it, you know? You're like... Yeah. And, like, in the first trimester, you don't feel too much... Well, unless you have symptoms, which you don't. Yeah. You know, you don't feel that much different, do you? Yeah. The one thing that did, like, make it feel like it was actually happening was the midwife appointment. So that was on my birthday, which was a nice coincidence. Yeah. And uh, and they first... ask you, like, a bajillion questions, like... Yeah. If you had to be a caterpillar or a butterfly, what would you be? <laughs> or it... So much medical history, like, What's across your star the family. Sign? What size shoes are you? Yeah, you What's were... What's your favourite colour? You were really into it, weren't you? It was such a long appointment. I, I just thought, like, what's this for? I thought maybe like, it'd be, like, half an hour. Halfway was... through, they were, they were like, oh, yeah, this is for, like, the uh, ONS, the statistics and, and stuff. And you said the census. The consensus. <laughs> yeah, and I was like... And then, uh, like, halfway through, I was like, does everyone, is everyone, like, does everyone have to give you all this information mm. about everything? And she's like, oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, it's just it is a bit weird, like mm. because if it was a private company that we that was using that to like find trends or sell you stuff or whatever, yeah. it'd be pretty shady. Yeah, but mostly, if it's the government, it's fine. Like mostly, they're just forming like an idea of what could happen with the baby because obviously there's I don't lots know. of unknowns. There was loads, loads of questions in there. Like yeah. It took, the appointment loads. was over an hour. It was really long. We had a student mi- midwife in there too, if, which was like, nice. Yeah, just I don't I don't think some of them weren't that relevant to pregnancy, were they? Uh, they were like know. if you had to have what's its eyelids or skips for <laughs> lips or something. You... <laughs> anyway. What would you have? You say this all the time. This is Becky's go-to, and she's skips bored. for lips isn't a good idea. You should have done it the other way around. What's the question that you do? 
Well, you just said no. It. What you do all the time? I'm I do a different one. I'm different a one every I'm a time. fraud. I keep just like skips for eyelids or what's it's for lips. I keep trying to play the game, but I can't. I get it wrong because I'm. I think if silly. you had what's it's for lips, you'd have chap lips all the time because you couldn't stop licking them. Hmm. Cheesy. <laughs> anyway, I just did yeah. a little Becky segue there. Yeah. Um, so the midwife appointment was really good. Um, talked about family history and that sort of thing, and then I think like because that happened, we must have been about maybe 10 11 weeks then 10 weeks so we had another two weeks to wait um for the scan Mm. um to get to our 12 week uh end of like first trimester point and we started to feel a bit better and went and got some baby clothes nothing crazy and and on that note as well like every like i've been super duper strict like do not get happy do not get carried away do not look at baby clothes do not do this do not like I do because I think it's like like you said a good way to protect yourself and stuff yeah. but then like and then we got after the news that we had and stuff I was like oh okay but still mm-hmm. keep it together don't go out buying baby stuff and getting carried away and everything and then slowly we started feeling I started feeling yeah. like oh come on let's look at baby clothes and yeah. like slowly doing stuff we got a couple of things didn't we yeah. cute things and, and I sale I said to myself before that I, I wouldn't do it and then we bought like you a couple it. of baby grows and stuff, and I was like, ah, oh, cool. And then we hung them up, and it was like, oh, cool, like a little thing. Cute and tiny. And it was all going really well. Yeah, we were like, ah, oh, I think Until... the weekend I hit the 12 weeks, we were like, ah, oh, 12 weeks now. And we were really glad because um, statistically, the chances of miscarriage, like more than half, I think, once You're you still get like through. shitting yourself that everything's going to go wrong, but you kind of yeah. just take a little pause and go, I wonder oh, okay. if everyone feels like that or just people who've been through fertility issues. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, don't know what that's Mixture. Mm. I guess it depends on your personality. But um, but it was all going really well. Yeah. We were happy and getting... Like, and then one Monday down. morning, we, we had um, a bit of a shock. Uh, we were having work done on the house and I was weaning off my medication. So I was taking estrogen and progesterone. Progesterone you have to take internally so I was in the habit of coming home at lunchtime to uh, do that because I live really close to work and um, came home as usual on a lunchtime chatted with Fuzz hung out with him and his mate Ross who was like doing work on the house he actually fixed up the podcast studio that we're in right yeah. now big shout and, out to Ross and then um, I went back mm. to school and sat down for a bit before the kids came in and I started to feel like I needed the toilet like I was like, oh, I need really need a wee all of a sudden and gonna go. So I made like said I'm just going to Lou, bye, I'll be be a second. And then I was like, I think the midwife would recommend getting this app to practice your pelvic floor. And I was like, Oh, it's too soon for that. She was like, It's never too soon. Anyway, I felt like I couldn't stop myself from going. Like it was like I was peeing myself. I was like, oh shit, my pelvic floor's gone already. I'm gonna have such a long time with all this disaster going on. And then it just carried on and I got to the toilet and I wasn't having a wee um I was experiencing like quite heavy bleeding and um yeah it wasn't good I was at work I was wearing a dress I had tights on not black tights gray tights of all color um and obviously I just uh, sorted myself out and basically ran out the building told one of my teachers that I happened to pass that that this was happening when you say sort yourself out like you came home like really hysterical. I couldn't sort myself out no, there because I, I, but I didn't have just like... Just wanted to jump and say that because people might be like, oh, okay, you sort I was, yourself out. I was really frantic. Yeah. I basically 
And tidied up after myself in there and ran out of the building hysterical <laughs> crying yeah and, and then, then ran home we were in the, i was in the house and yeah. the door just burst open and i heard incomprehensible like because i didn't even have my keys or my bag or my coat i just yeah. hoped that you were still in yeah you came back and it was i heard i couldn't really understand what you're saying because you were crying and like it was just hard to decipher but i knew it wasn't good yeah and um I was saying this to you before, but, like, whenever, like, really shit things like that happen, for some reason, I just, like, get focused. And I'm like, mm. okay, what do we need to do with the car keys? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I just, I, I just went into, like, oh, shit, something really fucking bad's happened. Mm. And then, like, Ross was there as well. And then I, because we had an appointment with the midwife... They were like numbers and stuff for her. There was like emergency numbers. And I mm. thought, oh, great. Like, we've got our midwife now. So we're all like, we it's going to be easy. We've got a number. We can speak to her and whatever. Because she did say, if there's any, anything yeah. comes up, you can phone this number, right? Yeah. So, but we didn't have the number. The numbers at school. So I was like, right, just, and you ran to the bathroom. I said, okay, I'm just going to grab your stuff because we need it. Yeah. Uh, probably might have needed the car key as well. I'm not sure. But I went to school and I... Because I seen how bad, how frantic and upset you were, I thought they saw you like that as well. Yeah. And then I went to school and I was like, "Hi, I'm Becky's husband. Just need the stuff. She's left her bag. We gotta go to the hospital." And the woman, like, she, I don't know if she knew. She didn't. She didn't know, but she was like, "Oh, okay, okay, no worries then," and just walked off like the slowest walk I've ever seen in my life. Granted, it was probably a normal walk. Yeah. But given the circumstances... For you, it felt slow. Yeah, and yeah. I, I wasn't going to be rude and be like, come on, let's like wrap it up, let's go. Like, my my classroom's the furthest yeah, away and from it's a the long, office. It's a well. long, skinny corridor too. Yeah. And I'm just watching swim, just like... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. stopping to look at the macaroni art on the wall and stuff. And just, just like, oh, I really get a good sense of yeah. like hubris with the pasta shells like intersecting. And I was just like... Getting a little bit frustrated because I needed to get... I was like, I wanted to see if you were okay and stuff. Mm. And then she disappeared out of sight. It took a couple of minutes, which felt like forever. All my stuff would have been stuffed away in my cupboard, though. So it's like a faff finding it. Yeah. And then she comes back and and she's like... That's the theme tune from Doug. Do you remember that? I think that's the theme tune from Doug. I don't know why I'm picking that song. Childhood memory. And then I'm like, thank you very much. Ran to the car. Yeah. And then I was like, right, we'll go Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you made some phone calls, didn't you? Well, we tried you to phone fo- that number for the midwife, but um, busy. rang out. Yeah. And it wasn't busy, just rang out. Yeah. And I got annoyed because I was like, what's the point in giving someone a number for an emergency if no one answers it? Yeah. So they should, I think they should either have. A, like it's either like a phone and whoever's on duty has it or if you go off duty someone else mm-hmm. takes it or forward the number because when something like that happens it's pretty scary like yeah. and that's the whole point of the number and then when it doesn't answer you're like ah, oh, fucking brilliant yeah like what now so we were on route to the hospital but we knew we couldn't just turn up because of covid you have to book time yeah. don't you? Yeah. so we phoned the gp and 
the receptionist wasn't sure she put me on hold and was like just a minute and said like call back and just said you need to ring 111 so we did that's the out of hours kind of um A&E emergency unit for Wales and um the triage nurse there was really lovely she was like you're doing the right thing you're on track to the mm. hospital uh, I'll get a doctor to call you back um eventually the doctor called us back like quite quickly and he was really unhelpful it was like the most awful interaction during a really troubling yeah, like, time I, ever. I've been on the phone to three different people I'm trying to get to hospital I'm bleeding a lot I'm 12 weeks pregnant yeah like what do I do and he was just like <sighs> So, are you still bleeding? He was like, Didn't you shouldn't. He said, you shouldn't you... have rung me. You sh- your doctor should have sorted you out. And yeah. I, I was like, well, I'm just doing what I've been told to do. And Obviously, then a miscommunication. He like scolded me and he was said, really um, rude. He, he said, asked me what my job was. And you were like, getting stressed because you think like, you're losing a child. I was and like, like, that's not relevant. Like, I just need your help. And if you can't help me, what do I do? And then he was like, well, you wouldn't talk to your children like that. So why are you talking to me Because you told like him that? you were a teacher, yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is ridiculous. So uh, one, you did well. one thing rooted, after another, like we ended the call with him. He wasn't going to help us. And I called back to the GP because that's what he implied I should have done, which is what we did do. Um... And this time the receptionist was a bit more experienced and she knew that I should have been given an emergency call with a doctor there who would have then made um, an appointment with the early pregnancy unit at the hospital. Um, But as we were already there, she just said, stay on the line uh, and I'll talk to whoever's there. But unfortunately, like, I mean, we knew roughly where to go. So we were heading that way and then we just lost signal as often happens in hospitals. So we went to the women's unit. Yeah, we we got to the main desk. It was still like going crazy pregnant bleeding a lot please help yeah and they were like uh like there's no urgency or i changed clothes and like put a pad on and everything but there was still there was like, no like urgency was there no and you know when and like, then I, was like i felt like when we were like please help we've been to three different people we've been on the yeah. phone for like 45 minutes i but, started to get a no, bit but hysterical I feel again. Like when you when you raise those points like hi please help us we're really stressed oh. out we've been talked to by three different people and sent all over the place yeah they get it's like they get annoyed at you yeah and it's like well no like they were okay with us though but i was like bleeding all over the floor by this time so she just gave us like directions and was like don't worry there's definitely room for improvement because no one even told us that that could happen Mm. it was scary we got to the right place anyway eventually and they wouldn't let us in because of covid naturally lots of people will have been through that and it was Mm, pretty horrible I but just... if I was delivering coffee and crisps I could probably go in if I put a, if I put a high-vis jacket on and I was a courier I could probably pop yeah. in I say that all the time because it happened <clears throat> so I had to do a sample and like they did my blood test and uh blood blood levels and just sat me in a quiet room basically and were like you'll just have to wait for a doctor and they didn't say anything did they no they just like sit there and we'll just get you seen to as soon as we can meanwhile I was just like making a mess everywhere and then eventually like little hero over there just basically bargained his way in and they let fuzz you make it sound like i was did something wrong right there, but no. I, just, I just told him i said like my wife my, i was just saying that like give me a lateral flow now or something like yeah. i'll do one i'll just make i'm really it, glad you did that make it happen good. like and they didn't and yeah the covid policies are just getting a bit silly now like i feel like to not let someone in if your wife's going through a potential miscarriage 
because of COVID is like, because they didn't test you. No. You could have had COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, so what, like, I, so I think if you could have had COVID and they could have all had COVID and the guy dropping off the paper for the fax machine who's been to the cinema and the pub and the football match the night before could have had COVID, then I'm allowed to go in and be with my wife who's yeah. maybe losing a kid, our yeah. kid. It was so, bad. We had to wait. Like, they let us in, didn't they? Yeah, but like, they let him in, and I was really relieved because it was just like... Because there's a lot of information horrific. going on like when that stuff happens too. But at the time, like I just was waiting, and I was just in a room on my own. So you're in a room. They, they wouldn't let me in. I finally got allowed in. Yeah. And, then and you were seen by a few people. And I think it's important for people, like if you go through things like this... That like having a second person there, whether it's your partner, your friend, or anyone, it's really helpful because you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. But like when it involves yourself mm. and you're stressed, and they're checking you out, doing things and stuff, it, like it's hard. Would you say that? Would you agree that it's easy to like lose track of exactly what's going on? And yeah, like be... and you don't understand what's being said to you because you don't process and sometimes it properly. They say things that are quite grey. Yeah. So I remember the doctor, he was great. When they finally did get a doctor to you, yeah. I think he was... I like the he was, a, was he a full qualified doctor? I or think so. He was on his stu- own, so he must have been. Yeah, they was, but they, they said something like, oh, we'll get a final year doctor. To, like, they said something about it, and I was like, mm, I don't I care who it is. Like, yeah. let's just, if he knows what he's doing, let's go. Yeah. Um, or she, but it turned out to be a he. Yeah. Anyway, the... Um, I remember asking the. I just wanted some clarity. I was just yeah. like, so to the doctor. Um, so obviously the bleeding is that an obvious sign of miscarriage? And he was like, potentially. Yeah. I was like, is that? Is it basically? But is that bad news? He was like, it can be. And yeah. I was like, he was like, I think he said something like, with this much loss of blood, then it's. Highly likely. Highly likely, like, yeah. usual and then, that that would happen. Yeah, and then I said, um, you know, is it possible that this could be something else and it could be everything be okay? And mm. he was like, not Low very chances, likely. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay. So what to expect if you're in that situation? Um, they first did... of all, first of all, if ever this ever comes up to you and you've listened to this podcast, mm. Women can bleed a lot like that and everything be okay. Mm. That's no one told us that. No. Ever. Like, if someone told us that, I think that would have been a lot better, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. if someone said, like, if anything happens, obviously go and get yourself sorted out as, you know, like like an emergency. Get seen too, yeah. But it can happen to people a lot and it can be okay. If yeah. we just had a slither of like, okay, that would have been pretty awesome, I think. Mm. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Because there's different types of miscarriage. You could have a mis- miscarriage where you don't know that anything's happened, like, and you, everything's seemingly okay. But mm. obviously, there's the other kind where you might just start bleeding spontaneously. So, what to expect? Like, if this, if you do and find yourself up at the EPU, the early pregnancy unit, uh, they did all your vitals, like you would normally, blood pressure, uh, urine sample. Uh, they made me give them what I was wearing, mm. like. As an so example th- this of this is after loss. the doctor's been in, right? No, before. Yeah. And then when I saw the doctor, um, 
I had an internal examination with a chaperone there, um, and they couldn't find. They obviously could see I was bleeding, but they couldn't find they, any. They didn't know. We'll come on to like how we, any yeah, reason for it to be happening. Yeah. My cervix was closed and stuff. They and said then, there's no no evidence of. Um, I don't know, like miscarriage, um, some some kind of phrase like that, and then. Um, Afterwards, he spoke to us and he took my bloods because one of the reasons why you might experience like bleeding is if you're rhesus negative and you're a different blood group or type to the baby. Um, so they did the blood test to check that. And that's when he was telling us that he wasn't sure. Um, wasn't sure what the outcome would be. And all we really wanted was to find out if we could have a scan because a scan would kind of... Um, give us a definite yes or no how the baby was doing um so that was like our main goal but we weren't sure and they weren't sure if they could give if they had anyone on site who could do that for us they said we might have to go back the next day that Um, was fucking awful you might be losing your child yeah we don't know yeah can you come back tomorrow yeah like it was just really traumatic because obviously you just want it to stop happening but it didn't stop and every time I had to be examined or change I would just it would just not stop and obviously you're getting undressed it's just everywhere so you're just yeah, I think you, you were worried the about the mess more like not more but like you were worried about the mess a lot and I was like don't, well, there's, it's a, fine, there's a lot of like shame around periods that's but just you shouldn't be though yeah, I know. No one should be, but that, I think there's a lot of I that. remember you saying it at the time, and I was just like, it's fine. They're yeah. used to it. It's just yeah. stuff, body stuff. Yeah, but we were fortunate. Like After a bit of a wait with the doctor, we then were able, they were able to find someone to scan us, which was really good. Um, they couldn't see anything like through my abdomen, so I had to do a wonder one, which was like what I'd normally be useful, used to, but... For um, IVF stuff, they use the invasive, the internal, internal scan. Quite it a is lot. invasive, but it's called internal. It's yeah, invasive. But yeah. I, like it. <laughs> I remember even making a joke about them calling it dildo cam, like to try and lighten the mood, but it they wasn't like, nice. It was like, horrible. Read the room. Really uncomfortable, really horrible, and just messy and gross. Anyway, we were. So really, they were like, "Yeah, we don't know what's going on." Fuzz was allowed with me. He sat down, and they looked, and they could see that there was still a heartbeat, and. That's they said, did they say something, am I right, did they say something like, um, there's a heartbeat, yeah. and that was it? Yeah. And you're like, and? And that's that, when is that you good? actually kind of broke down a little bit for the first I broke time. broke down, rolled around on the floor like, <laughs> ah, no, take me now. No, you, you, you cried. Yeah, I got was, a little teary, because yeah. it's the first time I've ever Relief. seen it. I thought you were lying to me, I thought it was all a big joke just to get free <laughs> chocolate or something. Yeah. <laughs> So that was good. And I was like laughing because I was relieved, but you're meant to be quite still when you have these scans so that they can actually see things. When they were scanning us as well, they couldn't tell like what had happened, like why I was having this bleed or anything. So, um They yeah. were like, Yep, yeah, dunno. We don't know why it's happening, but baby's okay right now. And we had like I explained our twelve week scan book later in the week. Yeah. Which is so, quite handy in a way. Yeah. Like if it if it was gonna happen at any time. It's kind of handy that it happened at that time because yeah. we've only got... But then saying that, they were like... we were. I, I remember, I think I remember saying like, you know, well, is it okay? Will it mark? What's the odds? Yeah. And they were just like, don't know, don't they know, like, don't know, maybe. Baby's okay now. That's all they could say. Baby's yeah. okay now. And then we had to wait around ages for the blood results, which turned out to be okay. So there, the blood results, they checked if you were recess negative. Yeah. Oh, I think. I might be saying it wrong. I'm but not. 
Yeah. So, and if you were, then you would need an injection. Yeah. And they were like, you can wait if you want. I was like, yes. The amount of hassle. It's like, uh, get, it's like Alcatraz getting into the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're so fussy about letting people in yeah. and stuff. So I was like, no, we'll wait. And they were like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, they said, do you want to wait? And they said it normally takes, you know, a couple of hours or a couple of hours went by. And then they kept coming by going, are you sure you want to wait? Yeah. Are you sure? You can go home and come back another day. And we're like, well, we've already been here all day. What's, a couple, what's an hour or two more? Yeah. And then finally, and you were like, if Be- Becky is like really susceptible for like Jedi mind tricks so if people say to Becky are you sure you want to be here she'll go no I'm not sure I want to be here I'll go like and I was like no Beck come on we've been here all day yeah it's literally they said it's going to be like two hours it's been three so we'll just yeah. wait until it comes because you got to go home drive in park jump do somersaults and yeah. jump through hoops to get into the building and stuff it was so bad. we waited and then some, I remember some woman with a backpack and a water who was finishing her shift just went, oh, yeah, your results came in. They're fine. I just turned around and I was like, I, did she just get that now? Like, or <laughs> we have we sure. been there for like yeah. half the day for no reason? But it was fine. Then we could finally go. So that was our dramatic like end of first trimester. Just, so, just when we thought we were I hope that good. doesn't happen to anyone listening. But yeah. if it does happen obviously get seen and checked out and stuff but just try and remember that there is a there's a small chance like that it could be okay because yeah. it was okay for us we had like a horrible wait like when we got home it was um it was a couple of days wasn't it it was yeah that was a couple the of Monday, days of like, and then the scam was on the thursday is and it I alive didn't, i didn't stop bleeding so there was always like oh my God. how's the baby like so i, I, I think i've purposely blocked it out of my memory it was bad like because you're like because the bleeding got worse every time you bleed you're like oh shit is this yeah it was continuous and it would be like there was no clarity constant and then it got worse when we got home so we were like oh this is wonderful what does that mean and i think i passed like heavier stuff so it was like we were hmm. recording this a little bit after it happened and i was but my memory is a bit vague on it a bit and i think it's because it was just so stressful yeah. You just like, no. Block it out. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then eventually we got to the scan and that was a bit of a um, hairy moment. We were like, oh, what's it going to be like? We told the midwives and the sonographer what had happened a few days earlier and straight away they, they scanned and told us that they could see everything was all right. And what they spotted was um, something called a subchorionic hematoma and that she explained it to us as like a bruise, like um, a kind of a bit of uh, damage where the embryo is like implanted itself in the lining of your womb um, and that it's like a bit like a blood blister so that they can pop and burst and kind of the trauma to the lining is what caused the bleeding and she said you know it's nothing to worry about but it was fairly sizable and that's probably why I lost so much blood and why I was bleeding Um, but they could see that the baby was okay and it was then a normal dating scan and yeah, so we're due at beginning of August and baby is okay. Thank the Lord. Just nerve wracking, just one thing after Sorry. another. Um, yeah. yeah, have we got anything else on it? Yeah, no, yeah. that's everything for this episode. So, yeah, me. like one, you know, just triple check with your midwife and stuff like that. Just say to them, um, 
if there's an emergency, what, what do I do and where do I go? Yeah. Because it's changed in COVID. It might be one thing before and yeah. everyone just assumes that's what it is, but it's not the case when, like, you know, yeah. COVID. We found out in Wales as well, it might not be the case in other areas of the UK or the world, but here... Um, you're under the care of the GP until you're 17 weeks pregnant. So if you have any emergencies before 17 weeks, you should call them and they will refer you to the EPU. The problem is, though, GP surgeries, like, literally, it's like a sport for them to yeah. not answer the phone. Yeah, so... So if... Just maybe run... If, if you are pregnant in this first trimester stage, maybe just, you know... I think maybe just get, get some numbers saved on your get, phone. Get some numbers saved on your phone, but just check, just call your midwife and be like, hi, oh, just what do I do if something really bad happens and I can't get hold of you? Just check what you do and the midwife doesn't answer the phone because I was like, when we had a midwife appointment, I was like, oh, cool, we've got a person, direct phone number for them. If anything goes wrong, they'll know what to do, blah, blah, and then they don't answer the phone. Mm. And you're like, okay, what now? And yeah. then you got told off by a GP for wasting your own time. Not my GP, the out-of-hours person, yeah. yeah. It was horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to have, yeah, check with your midwife to find out exactly what you need to do in case that happens. And hopefully it never will ha- happen to yeah. those of you that are listening. It probably will happen to some people. Yeah. But, um, and just remember as well that, like, apparently, from what we've been told, um, if you're pregnant and you bleed, it can still be okay. Yeah. Which is not... Just knowing that would have been amazing. Yeah. If someone just said, oh, yeah, by the way, it might look really bad and everything, but that can happen and everything be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Yeah. So but we're all good. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you have experience with it or want to share your experience in any of any circumstances to do with fertility or pregnancy, then please get in touch. Uh, we need. We do need to get some people on. It's been a while since we've done some guests and stuff. So uh, Becky will be yeah. checking in with everyone on the. Oh, I was trying to be all cool with the kids then, and like Instagram. say the I've what's the IG. No, the community, the TT trying mm. to con- is it TTC yeah. trying to conceive. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That was really. I looked really cool, and I said it You're smoothly. So cool. Becky will be checking in with everyone. Um, but yeah, give us a shout if there's anything you want us to talk about or, well, I don't know, whatever. Any, just, I don't know, just reach out, let us know what you think. If you want to come on the podcast and talk about your journey, that'd be awesome. And uh, yeah, you can check us out everywhere you get podcasts. If you're listening, you know that. And we're on YouTube as well. So have a great day. See you in a bit.